Hello, and welcome to the Abundant Life Christian Center podcast, where our mission is to see you focused, faithful, fruitful, and fulfilled. We just ask that you listen with an expectation to receive. And stay tuned after the episode to find out how you can further connect with us. The gospel is, write this down, the gospel is the power of God to rescue to rescue mankind from death, darkness, destruction, sickness, depression, poverty, and defeat. I gave you a light, didn't I? I'll say it again. The gospel is the power of God to rescue mankind from death, darkness, destruction, sickness, depression, poverty, and death. I want you to understand there is no obstacle too big for God. There is no obstacle too big for God. When we share the gospel of Jesus Christ, what we are actually doing, we're unleashing, unleashing, unleashing the power of God into human hearts so that then what happens, chains are broken, bodies are healed, true identity is discovered, and eternity comes alive within. Somebody say amen. Now, to help, before we leave, to help solidify his kingdom, his power, his glory, we must understand that nothing in us is achieved on the grounds of us accepting God by our acceptance of God. Turn with me to Romans 4 real quick. Romans 4. The gospel is designed to humble all human pride and it destroys all notion of self. There ain't nothing you can take credit for. Matter of fact, I told this to somebody before and I'll say it to you. Whenever anyone wants to heap glory or praise and things on you, be careful. Okay, receive it, then pass it on. You're a conduit. You don't hold on to it. Did you hear what I just said? Whatever you're doing, especially whatever you're doing, when you're doing stuff for his kingdom, you don't get to hold it. You get to, you receive and you go all glory to God. Thank you so much, but I give God glory, honor, and praise. It all goes to him. Send it right back to the maker. Come on now, because none of this would have been possible without him. His power, his glory, his honor. His kingdom, his power, his glory. Say that behind me. His kingdom, his power. His glory. All this goes to him. I take no credit. When you receive, and people come tell me all the time, Pastor, you re- oh, glory to God, that word was so good. All I was was conduit. Some of you will walk out of here today and say, I un- not only do I understand, I, I, I mean, I've received this thing and I understand it now. I got it. You'll walk out of here. And some of you might even say, Pastor, that was a good message. Man, oh, glory to God. That was awesome. And I always say, thank you so much. But hey, giving glory and honor to God, let's pass it on. Are y'all following me? 
I can receive, but I can't keep it. I'm just receiving it on the behalf of him, but I can't keep it. I have to pass it. Somebody say amen. If you do that, you'll never walk in pride. If you do this, you'll never think this is about you. That's why people are putting, it, it still amazes me how you put quotations of people. That blows my mind that none of us have our own thoughts once we become born again. I mean, we can think, but the real thoughts that we need to think come from God. And so when we get something, it didn't come from us. When you heard a word, guess what? That word didn't come from you. That word came from God. Be careful who you give them credit to. Because that's who you honor. Glory to God. Somebody say amen to that. That's a little strong, but that's right where it needs to be. See, we, we live in a world now that is just so selfish. It's about me, me, me. Even in the church world, it's about us, what we can do. We, change, we have 14 services so we can at least get you in one of them. Now, I'm exaggerating. But you understand what I'm saying? 14 services so we can get you in one service. But you made a statement and you said that when you're committed to God, your schedule bends to his will. Did you hear what I just said? Oh, no, that's a little strong, but it's right. Your schedule should bend to the will of God. Well, Pastor, you, you ain't paying for my bread. No, I'm not. God is. I'm not your source. I'm telling you he's your source. I said this the other day, pay attention to this. A little leaven always leavens the whole loaf. All it takes is a little bit to move you off of what God had. Rain didn't used to stop people. Now rain stops people. We live in an area, am I right, brother? We live in an area where it snows. Man, glory to God. Don't let it be a flake. Oh, God, my God. I can go to work in that, but I can't go to church in that. You understand what I mean? There are certain things you will allow, you'll push yourself for, but when it comes to the will of God, you'll bow out. But you don't realize a little leaven, even though he was talking about sin at that time, a little leaven has a way, a little disobeying God here does it, turns into a great big thing, and all it took was a little bit. Hunt your neighbor's side, I know that's right. God's after himself. I said it earlier in Romans 8 and 28. Let's look at it again and then let's go home. I'll give you two scriptures, sets, and then I'll send you home. 8, 28 says this, Romans 8, 28. Did I read this? But to, to the one who is not working by the law, look at this, trust believes fully in him who justifies. Go back, go back. <laughs> I was reading <laughs> Glory to God. In him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is credited to him as righteousness, the standing acceptable to God. Next verse. Now let's go to Romans 8. See, because God wants you to understand something. No matter what you're doing, the works that is going on, he's working in you. Amen. To will, to do of his good pleasure. Somebody said, God is, God is working in me. According to Philippians 2. To will and to do of his good pleasure. 
Look at this. We are sure to know that God being a partner in their labor, all things work, all things work, all things work together and are fitting into a plan. And I love this scripture, man. I don't care how many times I come back to it. I get excited every time I read it. All things work together and are fitting into a plan. Everything God, everything's going on in my life is fitting into a plan. Sometimes my frustration comes because I don't know all the plan. Truth be told, we get ex- don't we get upset when we don't know the full plan and certain things happen outside of what we wanted? God just put me in a bad spot here. Glory to God. But God said, don't trip. Don't lose your mind. Come on. I mean, hey, they walked out of my life. Don't trip. Don't lose your mind. It's working in my plan. Glory to God. Amen. You hear what he's saying? All things are working together for the plan of God. Amen. Why? We got to look at that again for good, for good too, and for those. It's look, hunt your neighbor, say this thing. I got to hurry. Will always be for my good. When I'm walking according to the will of God, everything that is, that is happening in my life is happening for my good. It's making me like. Him. Amen. Amen. There were some things I had to learn about love. He said, well, I'm going to help you figure it out. (laughs) Some enemies are designed to help you love God. Most of them are. You didn't realize that, did you? And sometimes people just, you just got to witch come. You got to embrace because, okay, God, again, what are you trying to say to me? What are you trying to teach? What lesson? Because as soon, now well, listen to this child, God. As soon as I learn my lesson, I can come out of this thing. You don't get out of third. This ain't, this ain't like the public school in, in Delaware or some places in Delaware where they'll let you graduate before you're ready. No, no, no. God doesn't let you graduate until you're ready. He's not that father. He's that father that loves you so much. He knows if you graduate before your time, it's going to hurt you. And so you, you look like baby Huey. Only older saints know what I'm talking about. Everybody don't know who baby Huey. You'll look like baby Huey and you'll be in third grade and everybody else, you'll be the tallest thing in there. But see, the thing with spirituality things, you look the same as everybody else until you open your mouth. Glory to God. All right, let's go. <laughs> and these work together and fitting into a plan. I got to go for good to and for those who love God and are called according to his design and purpose. If you call called according to the design and purpose of God, everything is working for your good. I don't care what you're going through. It's working for your good. God said, I'm going to turn that. You're going to be better for it. Amen. He said, well, God, I don't like it. Yeah, I know you don't like it, but it's going to work for your good. You know, that traffic snarl is going to work for your good. Glory to God. I, I figured that out. These traffic, when I get tied up now with the traffic and everything, relax. God's trying to get you someplace. Somebody say amen to that. When it seemed like a lot of people walking out of your life, relax, relax. God's trying to get you there. Everybody was just, everybody ain't, a, <laughs> everybody ain't designed to be in your book. For the enduration. Some people were a paragraph. 
Can I help you out in that area? Some people just meant to be a paragraph. And then even some are meant to be a sentence. Stop making them a book. No more chapters. You, you, you already had your chapter. That was the crazy chapter. That meant y'all got a crazy chapter. You know, with some people with crazy chapters. I don't even want to make anybody no more chapters. I'll give, I don't even want to give a paragraph. Father, can they have a sentence? Come on. Am I the only one? Sometimes when people walk out of your life, let them go. Man, I don't know how I got over there, but let them go. Let them go. If they don't stay with you, they wasn't designed to be in your story. I can show you that in the word of God. Sometimes people are going to roll out. Peace, deuces, we good. Be all right with it. You know, that's a place I had to get to. You got to be all right. You know, because you'll start questioning yourself. What did you do? You probably didn't do nothing. You know, you have to understand who these people are. I taught about this years ago. You got to understand who people are in your life. There are going to be souls in your life. Souls are only there to get what they can and then they're off. You always got to, if you're not careful, you got to be careful of the Judases. Amen. He with you for a while, but he going to turn on you. Amen. <laughs> y'all understand what I mean? Understand, you're going to have Peters in your life. How many of y'all got a Peter in your life? A Peter is that guy, he loved Jesus, but he got a little flesh working. You know, so you got to careful, you got to be careful with him. You know, you can't tell him everything because he ready to slap somebody upside the head. And he, he's, he's the one that's going to slap you upside the head, but he's going to pray for you after he slap you. Father, forgive me, I done messed up. Glory to God. You know, that, that's Pete, man. How many of y'all got a Peter in your life? Some of y'all are like, I got a Peter. How many of y'all are the Peter? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the question. Some of you guys are the Peter. Amen. I already said there are certain people, if I'm going to get in a real fight, there are certain people I call. Because I know they're going to go, what we going to do? What, what, what's up? What's up? You know, they inching two people. Y'all, y'all don't have nobody like that. They're going to inch two people. They, you don't want to call them because you know they're coming out like this. They don't even say nothing. They just walk into people. And then you know something get ready to go off because they lean. <laughs> Am I the only one that this stuff? All right, that's your Peter. Amen. But you always get that Jonathan too, man. Jonathan got your back. He's your good. Jonathan, to get a Jonathan, you got you to gotta find your Jonathan. Because once you find your Jonathan, that Jonathan will have your back. But now you got to realize Jonathan will tell you when you're wrong, too. That's a good Jonathan. That's a good friend. That Jonathan guy, he'll tell you, hey, Pastor, you know you're awful in that, right? You know, or he, if he's your friend, I'm just using myself in this story. He'll tell you you're awful. A good Jonathan will talk to you and tell you the right thing. Because he don't want nothing. He just wanted to be your covenant brother or sister. They got your back. Right, wrong, or indifferent. They got you. They might not be in agreement with what you did, but they got you. You ain't got to look for them turning their back because they understand covenant. When their family turns on them, they'll still have your back. 
Saul turned on David. Saul did. Saul was Jonathan's. That was Jonathan's daddy. He still turned. He threw a spear at Jonathan. What was it? Did he throw it at David? He threw it at David. And Jonathan was there, and he was saying stuff to Jonathan. That's his boy. And Jonathan, now I got his back. This is the king. This is who God called. He's the new guy. He's coming in. I got to stay with him. Covenant says I lock in. Believers don't understand covenant. That's why we easily walk away from things. When you understand covenant, you don't walk away like you just haphazardly. Turn with me to Ephesians 2 and 8. I got to end here. God wants you to understand it's for his kingdom, his power, his glory, his honor. His power, his glory, his honor. His power, his glory, his honor. His power, his glory. Or, or am I saying that in the wrong way? His kingdom, his power, his glory. How about we do it like that? His kingdom, his power, his glory. Again, his his glory. One more time before we walk. His kingdom. He died for you for you to make it about him. Look what he says in Romans. What did I say, Romans? No, I didn't. Oh, I didn't show you the rest of Romans. Let's go down there. 29. 29. Give him 29. For those whom he foreknew, of whom he was aware and loved beforehand, he also destined from the beginning, foreordaining them to be, underline that in your Bibles, if you don't already have it, because I've got to hurry up and read this other scripture and let you go, to be molded into the image of his son. There it is. All things are working together for that purpose. So even when they speak to you wrong, it's for this purpose. How are you going to handle it? How's it going to come out? How are you going to deal with this? Amen. Can you deal with it right? Look at this. For ordaining them to be molded into his image of his son, not like you, like him, and share inwardly his likeness that he might become the firstborn among many brethren. Somebody say amen to that. Glory to God. 30th verse, real quick. I got to go. And those whom he, he thus foreordained, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified, acquitted, made righteous. That's me. Putting them into the right standing with himself. That's you. And those whom he justified, he also glorified, raising him to a heavenly dignity and condition of state of being. Go with me to Ephesians 2, please. Ephesians 2 and 8. Glory to God. Y'all receiving? All right, I should ask the question, but I'm almost there. I'm going to ask you the question. Are you understanding or are you just getting information? Because if you're just getting information, glory to God, you're going to miss it. Look what he says. I want you to see this. Why? Because this is his kingdom, his power, his glory. Say that behind me again. His kingdom, his power, his glory. Not mine. For it is by free, it is for it is by free grace, God's unmerited favor, that you are saved, delivered from judgment, and made partakers of Christ's salvation through your faith. How did I receive that? 
It's through faith. Your works should be based upon what God has already done, what he's done, not on what you. You can't come to God. And I've heard people say this. They come to God. I can do this. I've done this and I've done that. That's all uh, wood, hay and stubble. Only what you do for the glory and the honor of God matters. Do you understand what I'm saying? Your work should now be based upon what he has done in your life. When the Holy Spirit ministers in you, now the fruit of the Spirit should be coming out of you. That's where the joy comes from. That's where the kindness comes from. That's where self-control comes from. You're going to see all this come out of me. Those are works. Now, what I do, I do good unto all men, but I do it especially to those in the house of God. I have this ability now to do things that I couldn't do before. All because there are works to give him the glory and not you. When you came in the Christ, before you came in the Christ, you were doing works to give you the glory. You got all the attention. Now, whatever you do is not for you, it's for him. Watch this. And this salvation is not of yourselves. Boom, goes dynamite. Of your own do it. It came through, not through your own striving, but it is the gift of God. I have to leave and tell you this, but everything that God gave you, it, he gave you for his purpose and his plan. Everything that comes your way, you never give yourself the glory. You never push yourself out there. I see people doing this in church and I know God's not in it. When God is not glorified, he will not be a part of it. That's you. It's all you. Everything that God desires, he needs you to be able to glorify him, his kingdom, his power, his glory. Somebody say amen to that. Write this down before we go. Oh, man, I didn't get this. Quickly, I'll, 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 I won't read these, but I want you to write this. I asked a question at the beginning, and the question was, did the disciples, the disciples told Jesus at the beginning, teach us how to pray. The question is, or the answer now before we go, did they get it? Did they understand? Let's look at what the Bible says. We won't turn there, but I want you to turn. I mean, I want you to write this down. Acts 1 and 14. It says this, all of these with their minds in full agreement devoted themselves. This is after he made this. Statement devoted themselves steadfastly to prayer, waiting together with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus and with his brothers. Acts 2 and 42 says, and they steadfastly persevered, devoting themselves constantly to the instruction and fellowship of the apostles to the breaking of bread, including the Lord's Supper and prayers. Acts 6, Acts 6 and 2, write it down, Acts 6 and 2 through 4. So the 12 apostles convened the multitude of the disciples and said, it is not seemingly or desirable or right that we should have to give up or neglect preaching the word of God in order to attend serving the tables and superintending the distribution of food. Therefore, sect select out from ourselves, brethren, seven men of good attested character and repute full of Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom may, we may assign to look after the business and duty, 
fourth verse is what I want you to get. But we will continue to devote ourselves steadfastly to what? Prayer and the ministry of the word. Every, before I walk out, every generation of Christian must learn to make the request, Lord, teach me or teach us to prayer. Pray. As we see all the disciples, we're seeing that when they had asked to be able to pray, they were taught how to pray. The disciples learned the secret to Jesus' effectiveness in ministry. Now, I want to ask you this before I walk out. Do you know the secret? And if you know the secret, are you using the secret for his kingdom, his, his power, and his glory? Are you doing it so that people will be able to understand that Jesus Christ is Lord? So the request, the question is, again, are you praying if he says man should always pray and not faint, are you praying now? Is your prayer life increasing? Will you be able to pray? It's not necessarily all about how long you pray, but what you are praying. If I'm praying the will of God, God hears me. He's not hearing me for vain speech. He's hearing me because I pray his will be done. Somebody say amen. Thank you for joining us for this episode. We pray you received the life-changing word today. And remember, you can stay connected with us via text by texting ALCC to 313131. And go ahead and like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube, Spotify, and podcast channels. Now, if you would like to sow into the ministry, you may do so online at alcc1.org or by texting ALCC and the dollar amount to 84321. And remember, Satan is defeated, darkness is dispelled, and Jesus Christ is Lord.